All right. Welcome, everyone, to this week's roundtable where we're fighting isolation with fun conversations. And so today's topic is another kind of surprise to Jeff. <laughs> That's part of the fun. It is. It's fascinating. <laughs> so the thing that I, the topic, I'll give a, a kind of a long intro to my, what I've been processing is, so I, I'm going, trying to go back to some, I'm between books right now. I'm not in a good book. I couldn't find one the other day. I was doing dishes and I'm big into audible. And so mm-hmm. I was scrolling through my books on audible and like, what should I listen to? So I went back to one of the books that's in my canon of yeah. great books. It's Dallas Willard's divine conspiracy. So I just uh, picked a random chapter and came across chapter six on Willard's divine conspiracy. And it's basically the idea of this chapter really, really hit me hard about fighting our impulse to, um, toward reputation and greed outward outward yeah, yeah. man centered yes and so he talks about how in that chapter and it hit me and i i texted you i'm like jeff this this is such has is so life-giving for my soul and so um you read it and mm-hmm. and so setting up kind of what we're talking about today is he addresses that this this idea that um what we do as humans is we try to seek approval from people. Yeah. We get affirmation in life from other people. Yeah. And so he's saying in, in the Bible, it calls this, I think the word is ophthalmodulo, mm-hmm. ophthalmodulos or something like that. Like ophthalmology is like with your eyes, dulos is slave. And so he talks about how, you know, the hypocrites, everything they do, they're eye slaves. They want to be seen by people. Everything they do is to be seen. And when, and when they get the applause, Jesus says, yeah, that's the reward you were looking for. And you got, that's what you got. Yeah. And you get nothing more. Yeah. I like in in one point, he even says something like, cause he gets kind of, it's interesting because it's such a heavy, deep book, but he's got these little snarky and cynical and laughable moments along the way. But he says, God just sits on the sideline where you placed him. Kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> totally. Oh, you're getting your reward. Okay. Play in that arena. And God's actually, Yes. He says something like respectfully on the sideline. Yes. You asked him to be- and I love in that part of it, he talks about how God is not going to force his way in. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if that's what you guys are doing and I'm not invited, yeah. then yeah, go do it. And, and it's this whole, becomes a whole system of religion as like hypocrisy. And so he's contrasting the way of Jesus that's different. Yeah. And, and so I was thinking about this. And by the way, I ate some cool ranch Doritos and so on. So I'm <laughs> so now you're going to chew gum. <laughs> they won't hear it. Just the people watching. The, the four people that are watching this. Oh, so here's, here's something I was thinking in light of chapter six from Willard's Divine Conspiracy. And by the way, if you're thinking, I'm going to go out and read that book. For some nice, easy reading. It's a great book. It's dense. It's dense. It's thick. Yeah. So, so reading. There's your, light moments, like what I just pointed out. Yeah. But those stand out because there's yeah. not many of them. Now, I will say it's, it's super profound. So, yeah. one of the hardest things in reading that book is figuring out what not to underline. Oh, you can't speed read it because it's so profound. But anyway. Do, do read it, but just don't read it. Don't yeah. go into it thinking it's it's a quick yeah self help yes it's not that no. it's soul deep soul stuff so yes anyway. yes so I was thinking about this um this 
so my, my uncle at his funeral, the pastor got up and he said, he said, you know, the most important thing about, about Bill's life is, is that the, the million things that he did that nobody ever saw. Mm. And I was, I was thinking about this, like, cause this is kind of what mm. Willer is getting at is yeah. the antidote to living for the reputation, your reputation and uh, people's approval of yeah. you. Uh, the way to overcome that is through a life with Christ. That's almost secret. Yeah. A secret life of Christ. And he goes into, Hey, don't, don't let your righteous acts be done just for people to be seen. Yeah. Don't big long prayers in public giving so that everybody knows what you're given and how much you're giving in today's like social media. You see this, this it's a whole system of people's approval of I'm telling you this so that you know that I'm righteous. righteous yeah. And I, I need people to see what I'm doing. I feel like Willard actually does something. I think he's very well instructed by Jesus in this sense. He talks about secrecy in the positive in this chapter. Normally when, if Christians talk about secrecy, we're talking about because you're trying to hide something that shouldn't be known. You're trying to hide some like sin. sin. And he talks about secrecy in a positive, you know what I mean? Like, like mm. what Jesus often does, you know, in kind of catching your attention with flipping things. He talks about the value of secrecy in these things, in righteous deeds that you have no consideration. If anybody happens to see it, oh, great. Mm-hmm. And I hope they're helped by that. But I actually have an audience of one. I'm actually doing this in secret. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, yep. It, I just think it's, it's so profound. It catches your attention because yeah. it's like counterintuitive to how we often talk about things right. in secrecy. Anyway. Yeah. And I, I was talking to um, James, actually, where we're, he was saying that uh, he took some time, James uh, Pusey here on staff, uh, Jeff's son-in-law, and, and we were talking about this. And he took some time between jobs before he came to Veritas to have some time to reflect and, and think. And it was, um, it was on this idea of, of, of growing your roots deep whatever book he was reading as it will Mancini. Yeah. The unique or something, some book where it's talking about growing your roots deep so that you can have a wide impact. Yeah. And it's this idea of like the, again, the most, the most important part about us are the things that nobody ever sees. Yeah. Like it's maybe uh, time reflecting or reading or praying or just things that, that nobody will see that really shapes the person that we're becoming and James was saying on their way home, it was right after derecho and they just saw trees down and, mm. you know, you see a lot of trees standing and a lot of trees, just a ball of roots. Mm. That's just a clump of roots. And this tree got knocked down. He's saying, what's different about each of these trees. It was what was underneath. Mm. It's what nobody sees. Mm. It's the root system. Yeah. And how that is kind of what life with God is. Man. It's, it's the roots that are, that are being, that are shooting into the ground. It's the, mm. the secret things that you do. Yeah. Um, not what, what everybody sees. So it's a great analogy for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but all of this, um, and I, I want to hear how it, how it hit you and just yeah. what you were feeling, uh, as we, as we come to the end of a year and use this phrase, uh, we say this a lot of Veritas is Matt talk about mastering the restart mm. and just that chapter, from Willard really stoked something in me. That's like, dude, I need a restart. Mm. I need that for my yeah. soul. 
And so, well, I think there are a lot of things. I, I flipped my Bible open into, so Willard uh, banks much of his content on the Sermon on the Mount. So I was going back to the Sermon on the Mount, you know, just mm-hmm. to see. And in chapter six, where he talks about, therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? And then he says, consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can you add one moment to your life uh, lifespan by worrying? But, you know, Willard talks about how I he almost imagines Jesus kind of chuckling like it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you've got like sparrows, you know. You think of how many sparrows globally there are just they're insignificant little birds. Nobody goes out bird watching for sparrows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like Jesus saying, you know, you're more important than all these little birds or whatever. Anyway, just meditating on those things again, I am struck by his just kind of meta theme through all that. I care way too much about what people think about me. And I don't think enough about just what my heavenly father thinks about me. Mm -hmm. I am valuable to him. I count Mm -hmm. to him. You know what I mean? Just that. uh, And in the midst of all this, um, as you know, I had um, a a challenge kind of thrown my way, you know, some, somebody disapproving of, of my performance in a context life giving. It wasn't scandalous. It was important that I hear it. But how quickly I hear I am meditating on this stuff and how quickly my mind goes to, oh, shoot, I let people down. I didn't look good in front of people. I didn't instead of having my immediate mind default to what does my heavenly father think? And if there's displeasure, is it toward my father? And I want that to be the Mm -hmm. correction versus how can I tidy up what I look like? in front of the mm. audience of humans yeah. that I have, you know, what I'm yeah. and it just is yeah. stinging to me that even though yeah. I am literally yeah. thinking about this stuff, the first challenge that comes my way, oh, the man. default of my heart is still to go to man pleasing. And it is. You know, and I think there's a, what the way of Jesus is, is the way of freedom. Yes. It's actually slavery to live oh. under the burden of other people's opinions and what people will think. And I think mm-hmm. this impulse online to, to show people right. what, you know, Hey, we, you know, we went and we see this all the time, you know, we went and visited this place or we went to this park, but don't worry. We were socially distant, you know, <laughs> like just, I need everyone to know that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't worry. We weren't dangerous, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> And it's just like, why, why do we need people to know everything about, are we, you know, certain views that maybe, Hey, but don't worry, I believe this or, you know, and in a way to get approval of people. And, and I think that that, that's what came out of it for me with, with that chapter. And so we've been thinking about that a lot and and just the the way of Jesus. And so I I would just think uh, today is it, it causes me to rethink my inner life and yes. my secret life and like yes. what people don't see. And so it's not just, mm-hmm. my goal is not just, oh yeah, try to try to preach the next great sermon or try to do the next great thing or, you know, uh, perform well, but, but to, to rethink my um, just mm-hmm. inner life and life with God.
for sure. For sure. And that's how I want to lead, right? That's what I want that to be true of me. I want to be corrected by my father in heaven. I want to re-engage the inner man. I don't ever want to get good at portraying something on the outside that is not true on the inside. Mm -hmm. Because when you find Mm -hmm. those leaders out there that have gone years before the truth comes out of some scandalous thing that's going on in the background, I'm saying, I just never want to get good at, um, at, at hiding something in secret. In other words, if, if I'm really wrestling as I am now with, like I just talked about man pleasing and, you know, I would just want to keep saying that stuff out loud and going back, to, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. going back to my father and not trying to be like, I don't know, mm-hmm. caring more about what these people think or you mm-hmm. think, but my father in, in heaven and, and where there's correction, let's talk about that out loud. So anyway, yep. yeah. Yep. This this quote um, that uh, in my conversation with James that came out of the book that he was reading, mm. it's from Cicero in his treatise <laughs> on duties, which funny enough, it's the second time this week Cicero's name came up. Wow. Uh, it was, uh, with <laughs> Anyway, it, uh, yes. So here's the quote. A glorious and genuine reputation strikes deep roots and has wide ramifications but pretenses of every kind wither like wilting blooms. Nothing counterfeit has any staying power. Wow. You know, pretenses wither. So this whole system of pretending Mm. of hypocrisy or managing my image Mm. to get opinions of me, that stuff is, it's going to get knocked over in the wind right away. But it's the, yeah, but a, a glorious and genuine reputation, stri- I love that phrase, strikes deep roots mm. and has wide ramifications. That's really good. And James was talking about the sequoias where huh. uh, they, they grow like a century, like a hundred years. The roots just grow down and deep and wide huh. before you even, you could look at this same tree over a hundred years and be like, oh, that's a sweet little tree. Huh. But like a century Amazing. of roots. Wow. Before it really shoots up. And I, I was at my uncle's farm trying to dig up a little oak. And it oh. was just this like cute little oak oh, tree, yeah. just a couple inches. I couldn't dig it out. No. It, <laughs> Isn't that stunning? I could not. I had a spade. And you and get I, frustrated because if you're trying to grow one, all you care about is, I want this beautiful oak in my yard. And you're like, no, that's for the next generation. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's busy. It's growing. But right. you're, yeah. Yeah. And so I see that as a kind of a vision that I want to live into is, um, man, the most important things about me are the things that no one will see. Mm -hmm. And so if you're, I don't know um, where you're at, if you're listening to this or watching on your spiritual journey, but I'm telling you, you, you never really master this. Mm -hmm. You just got to get constantly good at restarting. And because you, you, like our def- we default into spiritual apathy and uh, yeah, just we do for our soul. What we do with our physical bodies with exercise. <laughs> we just it just tees up. <laughs> I was telling Mark yes that I had taken several weeks off from virtually any kind of 
physical exercise, maybe some walks. And that was it. And I went back into the gym and I actually got so lightheaded that I had to embarrass myself by laying on the ground with my feet up on a bench to get more blood to my head. And I, and that was just weeks off, you know, and, and my reflection to Mark is just spiritually how, you know, if you take a few days away from your Bible, away from your spiritual disciplines, it's probably not going to be evident in the immediate, but you spend weeks away from being tethered to the life-giving, just, just food and drink of, of intimacy with Christ. It absolutely will catch up. And you don't really maybe know it until it's mm-hmm. tested until, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And all yeah. of a sudden you realize, oh man, I don't have the energy, the spiritual vitality that, that I once had. It just, mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't want to get that way spiritually. I don't want to ignore my intimacy with Christ such that it goes a distance and I haven't felt it, but then bam, it gets mm-hmm. tested and I've, I'm on empty. I, I've got yeah. nothing to withstand, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. even if you're not going through a trial, I guess what I'm saying, um, those are maybe the most important days to practice mm-hmm. the secrecy, practice your, yeah. your right. So what's give, give me an example of just a, a practical thing to do in secret that will help. Yeah. Well, for me, it's going to be one of the new things is I haven't been a huge listener of the Bible, just like audible, you know, the listening to it uh, through my phone or whatever. And that's going to be a new practice. Like in addition to reading, there's something about obviously the paper where I can underline and all that. So I'm not going to give that up, but I'm going to add a listening through the Bible. I want to do a listen to the whole Bible in a year kind of a thing by listening to it. Because for me, at least, there's something about being able to not have anything else focused, but loving my imagination with it. I'm just saying, I I have to keep finding new ways to, sometimes old ways that need to be restarted, but even new ways mm-hmm. to just have God's word. Well, you're always, I mean, through. over the years, I've seen you do a thousand different things. I yeah. mean, writing out the Psalms, yeah. so that was, yeah. you know. Just Which was whatever. really important. Yeah. And then that too can become routine. I actually stopped before I got to yeah. the end because I found myself mind wandering. What was life giving for such a, a yeah. chunk of time suddenly it became mechanical. Yeah. And I just said, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want something that used to be beautiful and soulish to become routine and mechanical. So that's yeah. why I changed yeah. it up. Yep. Yeah. So just getting good at starting over. So I think this is a good timing wise as we come, you know, we're, we're here on, what are we in December? Um, and just thinking through, I think this is a good thing to think through, um, as we come to the end of a year and, uh, but what I'm thinking about, so that's, that's what we got for today. Hopefully you're just encouraged to master the restart and restart some things, some life with God, just getting in the word in some way, um, and, and, uh, letting your soul just continue to develop some, some deep roots for some wide impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where it is. So next week's going to be fun. I've got a, a couple guests, got a little fun surprise for you. It might involve some music. And so that'll be mm-hmm. fun. Uh, but anyway, you want to close? This well, I was here. just going to close actually by these just classic verses from the Sermon on the Mount, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow 
because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I just think, I don't know what challenges are coming our way. All I know is today, I want to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Let whatever come. Mm. So that's, that's actually my prayer over all of us is that beautiful restart today. Just today, master the restart of seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. First Amen. And foremost. Amen. All right. Well, hope you guys have an awesome week and we'll see you next time.